Greetings and salutations, ladies and germs. It's me, Adam Pecora, and welcome to Requiem for a Tuesday. How the hell are ya? If you can't already tell, I'm not doing great. <laughs> this is my flu game. I'm duking it out for everybody. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to go for, uh, but I hope you enjoy. Uh, I already missed last week because of a crazy scenario. I wasn't sick. And, you know, a lot of people assumed I was screaming at the Bears-Packers game. I was. But there was a tequila incident in which I snorted mid-shot, very full shot. It shot through my nostril, sent, uh, sent shock waves, pardon my heavy tongue, <laughs> through my entire body. And uh, it was a visceral, painful experience. My sinuses were clear as ever. Overall, wasn't worth it, but that's what happened. And my throat was completely torn apart for the whole next day. <clears throat> and now, ooh, that helped a little bit. Your boy's sick. I got the something. The I don't know what's. I took the little Covey boy. They said, you don't got the Kobe boy. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I knew it didn't exist anyway. <laughs> uh, what do I got? And they're like, I don't know, but you got something. So I'm here with that something. Uh, struggling. Been wrapped in blankies. I need more blankets and less blankets, you know. My treatment has been the Dewey Cox rehab, rehab for this entire weekend. Well, that's not even true. I went, I've been playing hurt all weekend. Went up to Evanston, went to the sad sack fuck Northwestern game. They're terrible. Northwestern Wildcats, terrible. You're supposed to be a Big Ten contender. You're trash. And they lost to Miami of Ohio, but I left by halftime. Uh, turns out, college kids, not fun to be around when you're not in college. Uh, apparently, we were in the visitors section. Could have moved. Tons of open space. You think people are coming out to see Northwestern fucking blow a gasket? No, they're not. But we stayed in our spot. This girl, she turned around to take a selfie and her hand was legitimately within six inches of my face. I guess that doesn't sound like that's that close. But considering I'm sitting down trying to watch a game pretty close because it was like dead even. Not just six inches distance and then like you know what I mean? Like straight on. So I look her in the eyes and she didn't she didn't see me. 
I did not exist. I later found out that she was on Molly via her other conversations in which she professed her desire to never work and <laughs> that she is just in college to kill time till she finds a scenario in which she could not ever have to work. Which, hey, you got to respect it. You know? Some women still get it. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. But uh, no, they were really bad, and it was the primetime slot on the Big Ten network because Ohio State was on Fox. And so there was a commercial every dead ball, every scenario, full, no 30 second timeouts. Brutal. Because it was a punt fest. Or if they weren't punting, there was a turnover. Nobody was scoring, but the ball just, nobody could go on a sustained long drive. It was a good defensive battle. There were good plays being made, sure. Uh, but it was just so hard to get into, you know? Because I couldn't even, uh, you know. It's like, oh, third down again. Well, now there's another commercial. You know, when it was getting close to halftime, I was just, I just caught myself looking at my phone for about 15 straight minutes because it went from a commercial, then I missed an entire three and out, and then there was another commercial, and then I looked back up, and it was like, oh, I missed a whole a possession already? I'm like, they how'd they get the ball, like, you know? It's like, Northwestern still has the ball? It's like, no. Oh. So, lesson learned there. Probably never going to do that again unless I somehow can find some sneaky, like, Ohio State tickets or something crazy like that, which is, I'm sure, near impossible. Uh, but speaking of Ohio State and speaking of as I did briefly last about last week's Chicago Bears game, which was terrible. Uh, this one wasn't that great either. This is kind of the opposite of what we were expect, what I was hoping for in the Bears, which is like even if they lose, like show promise. Basically, what all I saw yesterday was that Justin Fields might suck and. <laughs> It's kind of terrifying. I feel like I am being like sacrilegious almost by saying that. I don't know. It just feels wrong to admit. Last week was the first time I was like, okay, I might have some doubts. And now this week it's like, what the fuck was that? I mean... It looked like every other part of the team was playing well above expectations, and he was, like, the worst player on the entire roster. I mean, receivers were open. He's thrown into triple coverage, or he's missing somebody over the middle while his guy in the flat is running free. Or, you know, n name it. A bunch of shit just kept going wrong the entire time, and it was very alarming. Uh, and it's like they won and it's like, great, but I mean, 
what does this mean? Like, sure, we're still going to have the cap space and all that's going to be cool. But it's like, I thought it was really all to build around this guy. I mean, you never, I mean, it's week three and it's basically like, you don't know what the season is until like week 11. So it's tricky because it's one of those things where every week you just go, oh, it's week four, it's week seven, it's week eight. It's like, you know, it's also year two. So like, at what point are we going to stop giving qualifiers? I don't know. It's like one of those harsh reality wake up calls where it's like, Everybody knew you were with the succubus except you, and then you're just like, wait, why didn't anybody bring this up? And it's like, oh, well, we tried. I don't know. I just don't want any of the analysts, the quote-unquote experts, to be right. I wanted to get this one for myself, you know, but it doesn't seem that likely. And uh, it's sad. I don't know. The schedule looks mighty easy, though. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I could see them sneaking in a bunch of wins like this along the way. I mean, I did give them a pretty high record prediction, given my homer bias. Boy, my voice is rough. (laughs) This hurts, and it probably hurts your ears, but I got to do it. I'm I'm playing through it for you know (laughs) an indefinite amount of time for the rest of this episode all right uh i didn't even do the plugs we're fucking basically a third of the way through there's no way i'm doing an hour i can tell you that much talking to myself as people do uh excuse me I mean, you know the drill, rfat.bigcartel.com. Get the merch, rate, review, subscribe, check out the music, blah, blah, blah. It's all linked in the description below. I think I'm going to lose my voice before we can get through this one, but I'm going to keep trying. So I've been watching Dahmer. Oh, God. (laughs) I can't get any, like, volume going at all. So I've been watching Dahmer. The Netflix show. It has like seven titles. It's like Dahmer, the demon within the true untold story of Jeffrey Dahmer of the Dahmer family. <laughs> like it just like can't decide what it wants to be called. Now, I mean, it was pointed out to me that like, oh, maybe it just has to do that because there's enough shit about him. Whatever. The point is just come up with something cleaner. I mean, that title's just a mess. Uh, it's. Evan Peters is Jeffrey Dahmer, who I guess is famous. I will always only know that guy as the guy from Never Back Down, which fucking rules. And if you haven't seen Never Back Down, it fucking rules. So you should. It's about like high school UFC fighting in Orlando. (laughs) And it rules like it's way better than Cobra Kai. And Cobra Kai's fun. I mean, that is off the fucking rails. <laughs> I I started the fifth season the day that came out, and holy shit, that show is so crazy. This dude's, like, fighting cartel dudes that he thinks are his dad, and then it's just like, wh- I thought this was about karate, and it's just nuts. Ever, I can't, I can't even remember how many things happen, and the, there's, like, a naked dude 
fucking his wife or what i don't remember but it just got it's so crazy every episode every like scene to the next is just like how do we make this more fucking batshit than it already has been uh but never back down good stuff and he was in that he played the loser friend also early amber heard i thought she was hot before anybody knew she was crazy <laughs> Team Johnny, am I right, fellas? Whoop, whoop. I don't care. Give me some money. That's what I care about. <laughs> you know? Uh, but this show, look. We got we got the serial killers out here in the Midwest, you know, that they're they they pop up everywhere, I suppose. But we got some pretty uh, notorious boys out here. We got big old Jeff, 90 minutes north. We got the clown, what, fucking 20 minutes west, northwest, whatever. Pretty wild stuff, you know. We got the GDs, (laughs) you know. Who would win in a fight, Larry Hoover or John Wayne Gacy? Now that's where things get interesting. Al Capone, H.H. Holmes, tag team, Larry Hoover, and, you know, whatever. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Um... <laughs> Uh, still haven't finished it, but I get the gist. It's basically an anthology once the show starts. I mean, not really. They sprinkle in. So the first episode begins with his final attempt at a murder in which he gets captured. And I gotta say, a lot of the tension is pretty riveting to start. And it, like, kind of continues to build for a pretty long time, like 30 to 40 minutes. And then it just kind of turns into a slog, and it's like, all right, what the fuck's going on here? And that sets the tone for the whole show. It's all done in the same kind of style and pace, which is stylish and good-looking, but the creepy factor always wears off, and it just becomes really slow and boring. And the payoff's always exactly the same, you know? We we know he's trying to kill these people, so it's like, why are you trying to build this suspense every single time? And, like, they do highlight the cases where certain different things happened, like, oh, this guy got away, or this guy got away, but he had a hole in his brain, so we got him back, or this, you know, whatever. But it's the exact same, like, arc every time, so it's kind of a bummer. Because the episodes could shave off 15, 20 minutes and you would, it would be no different, frankly. Um, but I mean, well acted. <laughs> what can I say? <clears throat> Sorry, I got to keep those in. I got to let you guys, I got to reinforce what I'm going through, duking it out, being a pro. 
This is what the big timers got to do. You got to make sacrifices in the moment for victory. Uh, <laughs> but then, so like, it'll, it'll showcase on like one murder or murder attempt at a time and then like cut back to, to flashbacks of like his childhood, but it'll, it does that chronologically, but randomly. And then the murders aren't, are in random order. I don't know if those are in descending order necessarily, I didn't look that deeply into it if the structure's that smart. But this is by, like, Ryan Murphy, who's, like, the Glee guy, but he's, like, also the horror story guy, I think. So it's, like, I don't know what to make of that. And here's the thing. It's a weird argument for me to make because I'm going to base it off of not knowing something. But <laughs> when you just read through the Dahmer info on Wikipedia, it's always just a little bit different than how it's depicted in the show. So, like, in that first episode, for example, when it's the guy who gets Dahmer caught... They do this thing where, like, the front door is locked with, like, this crazy lock mechanism that's somehow very hard to unlock quickly. Which, you know, you would think, oh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, famed serial killer, probably has a very elaborate lock system for exactly that reason, to entrap his prisoners. But then you read on Wikipedia and the door was unlocked and... It was just like a cat and mouse game on how he could get to the door. But in the show, it's depicted where he's much weaker and much more a prisoner. And like there's a ton of little details beyond that that are switched up, which some of which make no difference and some of which kind of make the victim look worse and some of which kind of make Dahmer look dumber or crazier sometimes even smarter it doesn't even matter the point is there's always like little tiny details being switched up that at least don't match what's written on wikipedia which technically as everyone is aware could be incorrect my point is if the story is slightly altered why it is as fascinating of a story as you could find to base something off of, like a true story, you don't need to change any details. Nothing about, especially a victim, needs to be changed because, I mean, it doesn't get more dramatic. It actually happened and it was crazy, I promise. Like, there's no reason to be like, well, we gotta Hollywood this up. Hollywood ain't like Dahmer. Like, there ain't shit out there that people are watching where it's comparable. Before or since. You know? The guy went too far. I'll say it. (laughs) You know? He really crossed some lines. Oh, boy. I feel like I just penciled dove from 20 feet into a over-chlorine-filled pool. (laughs) 
You know, I almost have that smell, too, like when you fucking nose inhale too much chlorine water. Am I right, fellas? I used to do these time trials at the bottom of the pool where I'd have to do a lap at the bottom. And now I can barely go up and down stairs. <laughs> That's just because I have uh, this heavy chest illness, but also I have all these heavy uh, pockets of fat that I carry all over my body. So that's fun. I don't know where I'm going with that. I think I'm kind of losing it. You know? <laughs> My marbles are on the floor. And I'm tripping. Wow, that's an interesting parallel. I wonder if losing your marbles and tripping came from the same place. Is that like, is that the equivalent of me doing the like George Carlin P bit? Where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, guy? Hey, guy. That's also one thing that bothers me about the Dahmer thing. I th he sounds too much like some people that I know <laughs> in, in it and that I don't know Dahmer's voice, but it does kind of take me out of it. There's also like, I don't know. There's way too much what I feel is assumption or projection or whatever the projection is not the right word but were they just like assuming a lot now i don't know who got interviewed for what at what points in time and what info is out there from who in what capacity you know i don't know who was deposed regarding anything but it just seems that there's like the dad being like, I wish I could have done better, but he creeps me out. It's like, well, did the dad actually say that the kid creeped him out or was he just not around or whatever the whole thing? The whole thing is, is that like. It's just crazy that you want to search for the reason he's like that like yeah sure his childhood wasn't great because his mom was crazy and whatever they show that he has a sibling sibling killing people no you know there's dudes in the nfl they're like yeah a tornado struck his home and then his mother was a crack addicted prostitute and they lived under a tree by the river and then he got a scholarship to alabama like you know and it's and he's just like yeah, grace of God, you know, I, I look back on those times fondly sometimes, you know, <laughs> usually guys that have the horror story don't go that far with it, but you get my point. <clears throat> There's a lot of people with a lot of worse circumstances that don't be gutting people and trying to skin them and wear them like a coat and then eat the heart and all that shit. So. It's just like. Even if his dad didn't pay that much attention to him, we don't need to, like, redeem him in the show. It wasn't his fault, you know? Every time, every once in a while, I'm sure there's an iPhone that doesn't turn on brand new out of the box. There's a lemon that rolls off the fucking lot of the car dealership. The, the, the kid was a lemon. What can you do? 
Somebody should have done something about it. <laughs> I mean, a million red flags just got ignored. He, That's one thing. The show basically portrays it, which this does kind of seem like it was true, that it was just a series of people not giving a fuck and not paying attention. For whatever reason, whether valid or not, to just keep enabling this and allowing this to continue. Like, it should have been flagged when he was, like, in elementary school. And then a million times after that, eventually even literally by the criminal justice system. So it is just a wild, fun irony, I would say. That, uh... Yeah, that's what the show's at least that's what the show is like portraying it as that it's almost like well nobody stopped him which is kind of true. I don't know. And it, there's like too much of a sympathetic portrayal too where it's like I don't feel bad for this fuck. But also there's times where the show's just good at it and it's like oh they're actually kind of making me feel bad for this fuck and then it's my fault which makes the show good in that part. You know, because I respect that. But I don't know. Whatever. I'll finish it, but it's slow as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just my main thing is I just don't like switching it up because especially because then you are going to get the there are victims that are still alive, too. And, you know, all the sensitivity People have now you're going to get your outcry from people that aren't even involved because there already are like victims who are upset. So now there's going to be people whining because other people are upset and it's like, well, they already said they're upset, so you don't have to cry for them. Just don't watch the show or watch the show or do whatever you want. But it doesn't have to be a big thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh because regardless, my thing is just don't change it up. The, th the thing of like not portraying it or like get needing permission or whatever. It's like if you legally don't need permission, then you should be able to make whatever you want. Like I said that that Tyson show was good. It does suck that he's not involved. I didn't know he wasn't involved. And apparently it's not that well received. But I think it's entertaining and fun. But that sucks for Mike Tyson, I guess. But he's also a rapist. But also, I don't really know that whole story so but still <laughs> uh <laughs> i just think uh it's hard to be m upset for like not wanting to be portrayed in a thing because like like i said it's just one of the craziest and wildest things so people are going to want to see a movie a show or whatever about this forever there can always be more and, uh, yeah, it's just not going to go away. No matter how much you want it to go away, it's just not going to go away. But, yeah, I mean, that would suck to be involved. Like, no shit. Uh, they could change names or something, but no matter what, like, they're going to be making it. And it should be made. It's something people should know about. It's just, like, I don't know. Because I ain't soft, but there is a line of like, okay, y'all just like are, this is like pro this guy. That that's a line that can be crossed 
where it's like anti-hero almost. And that's what you got to watch out for, I think. But as far as I'm concerned, this doesn't really do that. It's just like a fine thing. Perfect Netflix show, you know? An above average quality thing that you can watch all at once that everybody's going to want to talk about because that's the like true crime plus Netflix equals gold. So, you know, it's out there. Give it a shot. Ugh. I need to pour boiling water directly down my throat. Uh, this has been excruciating almost but we made it this is the end that was a brief little episode i don't even know what happened so i hope it was good i hope you enjoyed it hopefully i'll be at a much higher percentage next week but i couldn't skip two in a row couldn't do that to you to my fatties out there <laughs> that i did i think that that's what the fan base is going to be called the fatties let me know what you guys think uh, but as always, everything's linked in the description below. Rate, review, and subscribe. Get the merch. Check out the music. Do all that fun and exciting stuff. I'll try to maybe catch up on Atlanta. I mean, I haven't even gotten through the third season. The fourth one's already almost over. So we'll get there eventually. But that's on my radar, folks. Before I go. I just want to remind you, oh, oh, I just want to let you know, oh, oh, just want you to remember, oh, oh, so you don't forget, no, no, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, but remember, I are fat, you are fat, we are fat, calculator. To you. What? Okay, bye.